Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome to the Theater Podcast. Intimate personal conversations with the industry's biggest names. I'm your host, Alan Seals. And our guest for this episode is Philip Arroyo, who is making his Broadway debut in Anne Juliet. This episode continues the Anne Juliet takeover. This is episode two of five of the full takeover. Philippe, who plays Francois Dubois, one of my favorite characters, by the way, is this young guy in real life whose whose career is just taking off. I cannot wait to see where he goes from here because this amazing role that he has originated on Broadway is only the beginning. So here we go. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, etc., etc., etc. The same stuff I always say. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Help the podcast grow. Tell a friend, lean over next to you and be like, hey, person, hopefully there's somebody there. You got to listen to this podcast. It's the best. All right. (laughs) All right. So let's get going here. Enjoy this episode with Philippe Arroyo. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. So, do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze all your online marketing campaigns. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash income. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Since you've been gone, I can't breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on. Yeah, yeah. 
today's guest is making his Broadway debut playing Francois Dubois, one of my favorite characters in the runaway hit and Juliet, a Carnegie Mellon graduate. Past credits include the first national tour of Aladdin, Joe Iconis's punk rock girl, and the first national tour of Into the Woods. Now continuing this amazing and Juliet podcast takeover, Philippe Arroyo, welcome to the theater podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, of of course. And uh, this is the column before the storm we were just talking about as we're recording mm-hmm. this year. What, you're joining us from a, a lovely vacation in the woods? Yeah, yeah. I just came back uh, yesterday. Um, we, we stayed in New Hampshire for the week. I hadn't taken a break since doing the show in Toronto the past summer. So it's, it's one of those instances where you don't realize you need a vacation until you're actually there. It's always sad to leave the show because it's kind of uh, like my daily dose of dopamine mm. because it's so it's so happy and so joyous. So when I was gone, I definitely missed it. And I'm excited to, to jump back in. So, wow. You, you so you've been doing this since Toronto eight times a week here. How often was mm-hmm. was the Toronto schedule even that rigorous as well? And like, yeah, you- yeah, it was it was more or less the same exact schedule with some rehearsals here and there, because at the time, a lot of our understudies hadn't been on yet. So we had to uh, learn the show with them. But as we've gone on, there have been less and less rehearsals. But it's still that eight show week schedule, which is just uh, brutal sometimes, but still very fun. You're coming you're coming back from this vacation now. What do you do? What do you do normally to to like recharge in general? Like legitimately, you open the show, and then have you just been going nonstop? What do you normally do to recharge in these yeah, situations? Yeah, nonstop, really. Uh, every day coming into the show, it's it is a lot of fun to do. But at the end of the day, when you come back, you have to spend a lot of time with yourself, and you need you need that time alone sometimes to 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 reinvest and be able to do it again. So I spend a lot of my time. At the drama bookshop. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, I ran into Lin Manuel Miranda today on the street, and he's like, he's calling my name, which, which is so surreal because him and I we don't know each other very well. But he saw the show recently, and I turn around, and that was the last person ever that I thought would be calling my name. He was like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I'm going to the drama bookshop," or I, I was, I was on my way, and so was he, and so it was a fun little walk that we had together, but. The past few weeks, I have been trying to go there every day, and it's a, it's an awesome like little cafe area, mm-hmm. and I've been picking up a play a day and just reading, and that to me has been the best way to to recharge because it's still involving art, and it's you know musical theater and and theater is just one of my favorite things in the world, so to still have access to it even on my days off or you know that's just what I love to do. Oh, that's so cool. It's really neat that, that you still uh, immerse yourself in all of this, even when you don't have to, which I think speaks to, you know, the drive you must have. But I want to I want to back up again then, because as little Philippe, where where <laughs> were you first attracted to theater? What originally got you into singing, dancing, performing? Was it just like, yeah. like a love of stage? Well, no, I, I think... Um... I think I wanted to be like famous, which is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> you know, I think uh, as, a, as a kid, I was uh, I, maybe this is getting like a little too honest here, but I think I, I I was looking for validation in all the wrong places. And and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm pretty good at theater and people tell me that I'm really good. So I ended up falling into it for reasons that I I, I, 
I have now learned to grow out of um, as an adult. I've had to really um, investigate why why it is I, I fell in love with this in the first place, and or or really kind of reevaluate why I'm in love with it now. And what I've found is that it it provides a excellent um, medium for honesty and to provide honesty to the world and being honest with yourself. And I'm finding as I grow in shape as an artist, I'm actually growing as a person as well. And the more the more those line up, the better I feel about what I'm doing on stage. Because really, it's 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 the best when I'm doing my best on stage. It's the, it's it has nothing to do with me. It's all to do with the people that I surround myself with, and the people that that I'm speaking to, or acting with, or singing with, or dancing with. Yeah, not to get too heady or too no i think it's party about it but i think it's it's really cool um and i i i notice a parallel too in in kind of your character francois uh of you trying to figure out why you're doing things and being honest with yourself and then francois and juliette is sort of doing the exact same thing eight times a week so i i'm wondering like what influenced the other if if you know being with francois as long as you have having that person inside you has sort of brought yeah. you to yourself and been like, well, let me really evaluate who I am. Say hello to the boy that I am. Yeah, I mean, I think the character has shifted as we've started this whole process, which I I, I would only hope that would be the case. Um, as I grow as a person, so does Francois and, and vice versa. I've learned I've learned so much about myself in in this process and Honesty has been a, a huge, a huge thing in that. I think this show, it's so easy for you to want to compete with the fireworks and the fact that we're singing this amazing Max Martin music, like Katy Perry and, and I Kissed a Girl and all those things. But I've really found something, I think all, through the direction of Luke Shepard, the cast has all agreed that there's a, um, a nuance. There's a there's a heart to the show that needs to s- still stay there. I think the less we try to be funny, I think the more heart that goes through the show because the show by itself, David West Reed has written an amazing book, and I you we really don't have to try all that hard. It just it stands alone as it is. But yeah, the more the more honest I can be on stage, the more honest I, I find myself in life, and and I just I just want that to carry through so much. I, I want to be the the best version of myself at all times only so that I can supply audiences and my scene partners with that as well. That's an interesting. It's really interesting. Uh, I think that you've, you've sort of internalized this and embodied all of this. And, and I feel like you've got a very good perspective on all of it now, especially considering like Katy Perry just came to see the show and right. other people. Right. So you've got all of these stars that are coming to see the show that originated the songs that Max Martin ultimately originated, right? So mm-hmm. putting all that in perspective, now making your Broadway debut, is mm-hmm. this sort of where you saw yourself even five years ago? Or or did you sort of um, thought think it would be a different path? Or was this like, yeah, this is my five-year plan. I, I'm living my dream. I mean, to answer your question, yes, in, in so many ways. It's it's exactly where I wanted to be, and now it's it's here. I think life is incredibly unpredictable, 
uncontrolled, uncontrollable. And I think that's one of the beauties of it. Of course, you know, now that I'm, I'm in my late twenties, early thirties, I look back on it. And I think prior to this point, I wish that it had happened sooner, but now that it's here and, and it happened the way that it happened, I'm so grateful for, for when it did, because when I was younger, I don't know that I would have been able to handle the pressures of being on Broadway and, and having Katy Perry see me in the audience. I think, I think young Philippe would have freaked out internally, but you know, as, as you, as you season, as you get older and, and in, in the, in the acting world or in the art world, I think you start to learn things about yourself and, and you start to let go of other people's perceptions of you and want to do this just for yourself. I think that's kind of Francois's whole arc. He, he, he wants to let go of other people's perceptions and he wants other he wants other people to accept who he is. That's his big journey in the show is acceptance and rejection. He's he's reject he he lives in a world where he's constantly rejected for who he is. And he he just wants to be accepted for who he is. And he the whole his whole journey is all about accept uh, uh, uh finding that acceptance within himself and finding the courage to fight for his own true love and He's helped along the way with Juliet and May. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful journey and I think it's helped inform my life. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Oh. He's a brave man. He is. He's courageous. He isn't the most honest, um, <laughs> but that's something that he finds. He isn't honest with himself at the beginning. He isn't honest with his father in the beginning, but he ha- has to find that courage to be honest and fight for his love regardless of whether anyone will accept him or not he has to let go of that perception of others hmm and i want to i want to back up to something you said uh asking about why you got into theater in the first place because you didn't like Mm -hmm. you said you wanted to be famous which i think a lot of kids just want want that attention myself included so i i can Mm -hmm. i can relate and understand there's a lot of different ways you can try to be famous. And mm-hmm. and even kids now have, young people now have a, a way of doing it that didn't exist when I was that oh, yeah. age. Like social media. You <laughs> I can know just nothing like, about that world. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But what was it about theater specifically that attracted you? Why not TV? Why not film? Why not, you know, in your late teens be like i'm gonna be a youtube star because yeah. that was on the rise. that was you know I, I guess it was passed on the rise there were already YouTube yeah. stars no by that point um i remember one of the first things 
on YouTube that I saw, which was really YouTube was a huge inspiration for me growing up um, and all those YouTube stars. I, I remember seeing Michael Arden perform Run Away With Me. That was one of the very first YouTube videos that I ever saw. And he he came to see the show recently. And um, it was so surreal because that was one of my first introductions into theater was just watching watching people like Natalie Weiss, hearing um, Brian Scott Oliver's brand new tune on YouTube, um, Michael Arden, you know, uh, 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 performing his his music. And I, I kind of fell into it because I would look at, at how these people would perform and something about it felt incredibly freeing to me. I think when I was a, a kid, I wasn't very good in school and I wasn't very, I wasn't the most academically savvy kid. I was, I kind of, I kind of slacked off a little bit. When I found theater through YouTube, I started to join in and it became something that I ultimately started to care so much about. And I, I don't know that I can give you an exact reason as to why. I, I think for thousands of reasons why it was theater first. I think I started to be, I started singing and there was a, there was a freedom in that. I think in high school, you, you, you get caught up, you want to fit in and there's mm -hmm. a lot of anxiety surrounded in high school. And for the first time in my life, I would sing a song. I would sing a Jason Robert Brown song and maybe I didn't completely understand it, but there was something about getting lost in a lyric or a phrase or or finding finding a nuance in in why the author had written it that way, that I would get so thrilled and, and so so excited about, and so ultimately that's I think truthfully why I I, I stuck with theater. But the the ugly side would be that there was also a, a sense of validation that I think young Philippe was looking for and mm -hmm. has since become very good at letting go of. But yeah, that's that's the ugly truth. No, it's not ugly at all. I think I it, I think it's very similar to a lot of people why they get into theater. It's I was talking to somebody the other, the other day who was just saying like that that applause, right? You can't deny that when you get those standing ovations, you get a room full of people mm -hmm. applauding for you that it feels good. It's you know it, chemicals being released that become yeah. addictive, and then it, you know. So how do you separate yourself from that? I totally I well, totally get it. It's also nice to see. That you that you've done something that makes people happy or feel feel something, feel anything. And that's and I still get that from Anne Juliet. I think, you know, when 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 we're singing Roar at the curtain call and you can just see so many people dancing along and they're just so happy and thankful to be there, especially after the pandemic. Like this musical, I think, is is just so healing. And I'm so thankful and grateful to be in it and I get to do it every day and I never get tired of it I just want to be I'm like I, I want to be there right now I want to go backstage and, <laughs> and get in my costume every time I put on my little jacket and my little glasses I get so happy I just I love it and the rest of the cast too seems like really genuinely 
caring, caring yeah. and and supportive and watching. I love watching ensemble. I I love watching mm-hmm. everybody um, on the fringes of a scene when the leads are supposed to be downstage center and all all our attention <laughs> is supposed to be on them. Because yeah. I love I love the interaction behind among everybody because especially in in this show in Anne Juliet. There's, there seems like there's such a true love and respect and literal just enjoyment of being mm-hmm. on stage and getting to sing and dance these phenomenal songs that are already proven uh, Billboard toppers, chart toppers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not one person in that building that I don't love. Yeah, yeah. And Everyone is I, a kind human being. And, and, and Luke Shepard, the director, I think, was trying to make that his number one goal was to hire people that he thought were genuinely good people. And then the rest would, the rest would come. It's really interesting to me. I, I've talked with Luke and Jen, the choreographer, and Luke was saying during, during that episode that he doesn't know pop. He didn't know pop before, before taking this job. Did you know that? No, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. But not a pop, I, not a pop I, guy. I believe that though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, after talking with him, it makes it makes sense given his background. Yeah. But it, it just it's odd to me how everything came together in such a wonderful way to put this lightning in a bottle. And I've said this, I've said this before, but yeah, there, there it really is lightning in a bottle with this show, and I think it's going to last for for a really long time. So I hopefully, so. yeah, hopefully, you know, you you can have that problem of trying to decide when you're going to leave the show for your next big thing, right? <laughs> Oh, never, <laughs> never, never will you leave. But when did you get, when did you first get involved with it? Like have the script run across your desk or heard even this concept of, of, for the, yeah. of the show, which, which to me seems on paper seems pretty odd. I heard about it. I, I didn't know that it was in the UK. So my, my, my agent had just uh, submitted me for Romeo and I turned in my Romeo audition and I, I thought I killed it, but I was like, you know, I don't think they're going to give this to me. I, I don't know. I, I'm more of a musical theater kid, pop, I, you know, I, that's not really my bag. And then um, didn't get it. But a few months later, I got an audition for Francois Dubois. And I was reading it over. I was looking at some of the material they sent me. And I hit my agent up and I said, listen, I, I can't do this. And I told him no. What? Um, and he asked me why. And he said, well, it's Francois Dubois. Like, I can't do a French accent. And he's like, no, Philippe, just, no, that's not what they need at all. Just do it in your normal voice. <laughs> I don't know where I got into my brain that Francois Dubois had to have a French accent. But I, there are definitely takes of me attempting to say the lines in a full French accent that, uh, that will forever stay in my phone. <laughs> that will never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sing, sing, I kissed a girl in a French accent? My name is Francois Dubois. That's not that bad. I had to listen to a lot of Monty Python. I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? I kissed a girl and I liked it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I go back to I go back to Little Mermaid. like that kind of like oh, yeah, yeah, the, the stereotype, the chef like Zutalu, what is this? Yeah, my God. But uh, yeah, I, I think that would be a lot of fun, but definitely not uh, not necessary, but a bold choice. Always make bold choices. Bold choice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I get so it. then um, I went in and and just callback after callback. It, it, it just it, it was it was seemingly like I was it was seeming like um, it was going to be between me and a few other people. 
Um, and then, you know, I just tried to my best to let it go, but it's so hard when you make it to the end to let things like that go. Um, but luckily it ended up working out. And this was for the Toronto production. For the Toronto production, but it was yeah. also included. There would be the Broadway production within that offer as well. Oh, do they, do they mm-hmm. often do that? Where they're, where like, this, it's a known. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought it was odd. Never. No, no. You, I mean. It, it's it's it happens oftentimes where you'll do a pre-Broadway show and they'll do some recasting or some people will yeah. be unable to do the show for whatever reason. So it's incredibly rare. And I think that just goes to show that the creative team was were, were very diligent in their casting process and they 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 wanted to choose the right people for the job. That's really interesting that they knew that far in advance that these were the this was the cast they wanted to take to Broadway. That's mm-hmm. really cool. That's really cool. And it's, I think it speaks highly to the creative team and the producers and everything as well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, in, in that... I mean, there there are years. There are sometimes years and many versions, many productions of a mm-hmm. of a show that create the final version that everybody thinks is the yeah. greatest thing. But there's so many people that get forgotten and lost in all yeah. these iterations. So to be able, I've to... definitely been in productions where you know I've been replaced before, and it's never a good feeling. So I think I had just gotten replaced in a. I won't say the name of the show, but I was. I just had gotten replaced in. Um, a show that's now coming to Broadway. And um, I was feeling very sensitive about it. So when I got this audition and it said pre-Broadway and Broadway, I said, well, if I get this, this is going to be a, a wonderful ego boost. It's going to be, it's going to make me feel incredibly safe to my sensitive heart. <laughs> well, you don't have to tell us what it is on air. So let's turn off the mics. Okay. The mics <laughs> are off. Go ahead. You can, you can say what it is now. I won't tell you. I'm not going to give me. <laughs> Um, so then there's always there's always the possibility that things just don't make it to broadway right that's very Mm -hmm. very strong possibility so you got you get the role do you remember do you remember where you are when you got the call first off i was i was in rehearsal for this um i was making my off-broadway debut in this show called penelope One of the songs, I feel my phone ring, 
And I'm in rehearsal. I'm rehearsing. I'm in the middle of a scene and I know what it is. So I just leave. I walk out. I go into the hallway, <laughs> get the call. I come like, back in. I'm like, sorry, guys. I just booked Broadway. Wow. Wow. So and everyone you, was you, like, they totally they, they everyone knew what I was leaving for or walking out into the hallway for because they knew that I had been expecting a call that week. Wow. So they totally understood. Oh, God, that's got to be rough on multiple people. Yeah, I guess the Penelope crew, too. So or cast and crew. So good on them. But you get the call. You go to Toronto. Everything's great. And then is there always is there that moment where you're just did, did you guys always know it was coming to Broadway? Or was there ever a moment where it was like, yeah, we don't know if like things are going to happen or we if we get a theater or whatever the case is like the the, we the inner workings we... in the business is always so tough behind all this. Yeah, we were we were incredibly lucky. We found out that we got our theater our first week of rehearsal, I think. Wow. Our second week, maybe. That's awesome. Yeah. So this so was just written. This was, was written. Hi. That day. I remember. Oh, so I cool. think we all it's it's recorded somewhere on my phone because because Eva Price, our our head producer, came in and had some exciting news so we all kind of were expecting something oh that's great Eva, so surreal yeah eva's eva's wonderful and i think i think she's always done a good job in what she's doing too yeah um, yeah she's the best she brought she brought titanic off broadway as well it's so good it's so good love love titanic yeah quick plug for titanic go see that shit after you go see Angelia. <laughs> Because that needs to be seen. With all the, the the journey that you've had with the show and the people that you've met and the Katy Perry's that have come to the to backstage and the Max Martins yeah. that, that you've met in the process, do you have a standout pinch me moment that's just like, yeah. wow, I'm I'm now doing this thing that I've always yeah. thought I wanted to do? Yeah, second time I'm bringing up Lin-Manuel again. But when he came <laughs> to see the show... The first time, I, I don't know, I, I think it's because he's Puerto Rican and I'm Puerto Rican and we're both from the same hometown in Puerto Rico. Uh, he's obviously someone who's moderately successful in the Broadway world. And yeah, he's done a couple things. He, he's done a thing or two. You know, whenever, whenever I, I mean, the two times that I've seen him, I've played it very cool very chill like i'm not freaking out and having a normal conversation but they're like lynn, lynn what's your last name mirandy lynn lynn mirandis, mirandis. yeah mirandis is that yeah. german <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i think seeing him and it was it was right after the backstreet boys song um everybody which is a boy band number that i do in the show and we engage with the audience and I look down and I see Lynn Manuel Miranda with his kids waving their hands in the air like they just don't care. <laughs> and I got so scared when I saw him because I was like, man, I had no idea he was in the audience until I saw him towards the end of the show. And I, I thought, man, I hope he likes it. <laughs> but he did. It was so clear from the hand waving. And he, and he knows it well enough to remember you and call your name on the street, which is that which is going to be pretty was, cool, too. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It made it made me feel like, you know, a big Broadway star or something. <laughs> you 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 are. You are. Um <laughs> do you like uh the I guess the creative side of it and is that something you've ever thought about pursuing too because if your recharge time is reading other plays and you you seem to get a little bit of a love of um when you were talking about 
uh, getting lost in lyrics and why composers write things or why writers write things the way they do. It seems like you've got another little side quest in your life somewhere of of writing and creating your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've written I've written a few things. Um, in college, I wrote a play that my school ended up producing and uh, not producing, but they just they they helmed. And then during the pandemic, I would write a few things. I wrote my first screenplay during the pandemic. And then um, recently, it happens very rarely when I get the impulse to write, but very recently I've been inspired from movies such as um, like Call Me By Your Name, some flick with Matt Damon and Robin Williams. Um, Matt Damon and Robin Williams. Goodwill Hunting? Goodwill Hunting. Those yeah, are very similar oh, movies in a way, weird way. Just the way that they're written, the way that they're shot. I've, I've watched them recently, um, back to back. And there is an idea that's been brewing in my head ever since then. And right now I'm in the stages where I'm just talking about it a lot. But it's that's when that's when it's the most exciting because you start to before you put it on paper, you start to get all these little silly ideas. And what if that happens or you start to like outline it in your head, starting that process to eventually finish something is so stressful, but also so gratifying. Because that was the first thing I ever wanted to be as a kid was a writer. Um, so thank you for 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 um, asking the question. Well, if that's the first thing you ever wanted to be, you gotta you gotta circle back on that because yeah, where absolutely. you are where you are now is not prohibiting you from that. In no, fact, I think all. it's only I think it's only gonna amplify the ability you have to really break into that. Especially if mm-hmm. if you're actively writing. I mean, that's what other other writers that I've interviewed countless times they're just like the tip they have is just write every day R- sit down especially if you have nothing to write about sit down and write because that's yeah. going to train your brain to do it right yeah and it only makes sense if lynn manuel is my like one of my idols to <laughs> to want to to want to write and act in your own things you know it only makes sense yeah yeah just write your own stuff i get it real quick just to wrap up on Anne juliet do you have a favorite moment a favorite moment in the show that is about francois your character that is about him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That you get to participate in. Because I'm gonna because the yeah. follow-up is do you have a favorite moment that you're not in? I think my favorite moment in the show would have to be the 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 wedding to the end. I get my first solo in the show, which is as long as you love me. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you love me. long as you love me which always reminds me of the time of recording the album and that song on the album is just one take and max really? while he was producing it yeah he while he was producing it was like that's good with me are you good with that and i was like sure amazing wow, wow. Um, so getting to sing that every night i i i don't know it makes me feel really good because I, I feel I feel really proud of that song and the album. I don't know. It's it's always a quick little reminder to that moment that brought me so much joy. Well, now I need to go back and listen to it again, knowing that it was just first and only take. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Wow. Yeah, I listen to the I listen to the cast album a lot. All right. So then, what is the moment again? The the moment favorite in the show that is not to do with Francois. I think when Romeo enters. Yo, yeah. How do you not like that? <laughs> I get to see it every day. I'm on, I'm on stage, stage left, 
And I'm just watching him come down. There was one, there was one show where he got stuck. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> How did he come down? You're like, did they, did they pause the show or did he like have they to did. go up? And go oh man. You bet your ass they did. Oh, that's funny. Usually you hear about that on the Twitterverse. I didn't, I didn't catch that one. He's just stuck in the air. And then he uh-huh. waves. Hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> okay. So. The three closing questions I ask everyone just to wrap up normally now are uh, first one being what motivates you? A want and a need to always be better. To always improve, to always change and to always grow, always learn. I always want to be the best version I can be. I like it. What advice would you give to your younger self and younger people listening now starting out down a similar path? Relax. Like just chill out. Take a breath. It's all going to work out the way that it's supposed to. I think the thing that I also need to tell myself every day is um, to like release control. That's the biggest thing. You don't need to control it all. It's all going to happen. Mm. Love it. Okay, so this is the hardest question here. If you can only see one show for the rest of your life, but you can see it as many times as you want, what would you see? Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, baby. <laughs> The current Love version that show. or any particular version? I gotta see the current version. Oh, oh you, you know what? Little it. Shop of Horrors would be good, too. Yo, yeah. If I had to I pick agree. one, maybe it's a Little Shop. Yeah, that's little tough. Shop. Those are two very good ones. Good choices. All right, so where can we find you Thank online, you. social media? At P-H-I-L-I-P-P-E-A-R-R-O-Y-O at Felipe Royo Instagram. You can get more of me at thetheaterpodcast.com. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. And Philippe, thank you. This has been a hell of a lot of fun. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.